that's all I've got. It's been an experience. <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. I'm uh, I'm at my mum's now, so uh, it's good to have some company. How's um how's training going? Is there much training going on, or are you just taking a break while all this plays itself out? I mean, I am training on my own, like every day, but it's like it's not really like you can't. I just miss jujitsu, man. Like I miss it so much. Like I I know I knew before it was a big part of my life. Like I knew it was a big part of my life, but I didn't realize how much of a part of my life it was until this and I was like but I just want to do jiu-jitsu like I literally have no more requirements in my life right now like I just if if I could do jiu-jitsu and have my life the way it is right now I'd be cool with that <laughs> like yeah, well, just jiu-jitsu that's the only part missing yeah um, I, uh, I started jiu-jitsu last February I'm a bit late to the game I'm 24 so I still have a lot of time to do jiu-jitsu I, I, I started when I was 24 so don't worry. Yeah, so I, I did it uh, for about six months and then got into a car accident and tore my rotator cuff and strained my spine. So haven't uh, I was out for a few months. They wouldn't let me go back, understandably. Um, and then right as I got cleared, all this happened. So right. I haven't really had a chance to go back and uh, and do That's it. So yeah, it's it's it sucks, but. Uh, but I mean, there's nothing else you can do, right? Just got to stay safe, yeah. stay inside. I had the same thing. Like I had, uh, like I was in a motorbike accident. Like I was riding my bike and a car just like pulled out and just smashed into the side of me, like smashed up my shoulder. Like I couldn't move my arm for like months. And I was going to the gym every day. I was still working in the gym. I was like super depressed because I was like, I just want to train. And I was in so much pain all the time, you know, because my shoulder was just like on fire. And uh yeah and but I was still going to the gym just to like try to keep the routine and then just doing like my physio work and like it's okay it's not going to be 100 percent. but you know when a car drive like it was like a four by four as well you know like a big yeah. car yeah and uh, like when that drives into you you're not you can't really recover fully from that you know it's like but it's like so depressing you're like I just want to train like just let me train yeah, it's, not, <laughs> it's not the same right like there's a difference between rolling and doing some jumping jacks it's not it's not the same um so yeah it's I 100% agree and yeah, that's it's, yeah it's now it's like yeah I'm just gonna do some strength and conditioning again oh and I'll just do some more strength and conditioning <laughs> I guess I'll do some strength and conditioning today and it's like yeah I, I'm really bored of it I just want to punch people in the face and choke them out this is like killing me but it's all good we'll appreciate it so much more afterwards yeah do you uh remember that I mean, one time we had to be inside all the time and we didn't get to roll well now you're never going to miss training again so that's my hope yeah you're uh <laughs> you last competed back in november right for mm -hmm. for brave right. what was the, what was yeah. the decision to compete all the way in bahrain uh well okay so basically backing backtracking a little bit i'd been wanting to fight for so long and i've like been like two-year layoff there right from 2017 yeah i'd been asking for a fight for so long and then i ended up leaving that gym for like a multitude of reasons but it's not like the worst thing in the world but just it just was time basically yeah so i left that gym and i, I moved to crossface where i am now and i was like i went there and i was like i want to fight like i don't care how you go about it I just want to fight so my coach Dave he's 
a phenomenal coach like absolutely amazing like such a cool guy just like really cares about his fighters you know like he's not like he's not one of those people that would be like oh you can only fight if it's a guaranteed win he's not like that he'll he'll take tough fights for people he doesn't care it's just like train as hard as you can and you'll have a chance to win yeah. and it's like yeah. fair enough yeah, and it was a tough fight i think the girl was what nine and one or something like that like she had a really uh, really solid record I think she six, was and, six and one six and one yeah yeah yeah, and she's, Pinero, yeah. She, she's really good and you know like it was like a super tough fight for me for like the first one after two years and like I had like a torn so I tore both the collateral ligaments in my knee in the April so in my left knee so I had both sides I mean then they're, they're not fixed yeah I'm still waiting on the operation the operation was actually supposed to have, happen two weeks ago but obviously it got cancelled for a corona um so I still had this tourney and I was like, you know what? I just, I want to fight so bad. I just, I need to like scratch this itch, so to speak. So I was like, she, he's like, Hey, and I agree to every fight. Like I'm fucking terrible. Like I literally agree to like, that's why I have to have a manager because when it's left up to me, I just agree to everything. And it's like, why are you agreeing to that fight? There was a 20 kilogram weight difference. And I'm like, I want to fight. <laughs> and they're just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so that's why I have to have a manager because I am not responsible enough to do it by myself. <laughs> so so theoretically, if you got a call to fight Jessica Andrade, you would see 249. We're the same weight category. We're the same weight category. We're both 115, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I would do it. That's like, that's two weeks notice UFC 249 yeah. against someone who just won the title. That's, yeah. yeah it's, it's, but I would do it because, like, there's nothing to lose. Like, everyone yeah. would assume that I'd get knocked out in, like, the first 30 seconds. So if I last more than 30 seconds, I fucking smashed it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, okay, cool. Like, my jiu-jitsu's not bad. Like, she, hers is obviously better. Her striking's obviously better than mine, like, by about a million thousand percent, which is cool. But you know what? I would still do it, even though it was, like, a pretty much a guaranteed loss because when are you ever going to get that opportunity, like, ever again? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can go out there and shock the world, right? So, I mean, probably not, but I, I wouldn't even care about that. I would just be like, I just want to fight. Like, just let me fight. And, like, like I don't know. Like, I don't, I will, yeah, I just, I just love that the preparation and, you know, the buzz from it. And, yeah, I just love it. Is there, um, a, do you have a timetable for your, for your return? Obviously, that, that, that fight likely won't happen against Jessica Andrade, but um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but is there a timeline? Are you looking to get back before the end of the year? Yeah, like the idea that the original plan was to have the operation like two weeks ago. When yeah. actually, originally it was supposed to be six weeks ago. Then they cancelled it and they moved it forward four weeks, and then it was cancelled again because of Corona. So it's actually been cancelled twice already, which is really annoying. Uh, so. As soon as I can get the operation and as soon as I can recover from the operation. So the thing is, it's like with collateral ligaments, there's not really that much they can do. It's more like working out if there's anything that they can't see on the MRI kind of thing. So it's more like exploratory rather than, but like there's clearly something wrong with it because it doesn't matter how much physio I do. It's not fixing, you know, like it's not getting much better. Like it's got better, but not, it's like it gets to a point and then it just stops. It just doesn't get any better than that, you know. So it's like I'm sitting at 60% like at maximum, you know, so it's not ideal, uh, especially if someone's like about to do like a fucking knee bar on me and it's just, you know, it's not going to end well, is it? Um, <laughs> so, 
yeah so and like for example I can't I don't feel like I can spar properly because if someone takes me down in sparring and I resist it it hurts so much like it's not too bad when I take them down it's when they take me down and I resist and it's like the pain it literally feels like my knee has been shot and it's like yeah I, that's not an ideal feeling for every training session so it's like I'm drilling I'm rolling jiu-jitsu I'm drilling I'm rolling jiu-jitsu I'm really that's all I've done since like the fight pretty much it's just too painful so yeah i know like tony ferguson did it on like he recovered from those in like six months but like i'm a soccer diehard soccer fan football fan i guess there um but uh but those often career ending uh injuries for for soccer players and it's very similar for for mma fighters so hoping that surgery goes well yeah me too big time are you uh are you a big footy footy fan no. <laughs> I I said this to my friend before actually. I used to play football when I was like a teenager. Like I was in the team and uh for Guildford, Guildford Saints. Oh yeah. Um and once I started MMA, I realized that football's shit and like you it's like especially prof- like I don't mind like playing football is fine. Yeah. But watching it, like watching people rolling around on the ground clutching their leg and it's like what the fuck are you doing like yeah. i get hard i get hit harder than that in drilling <laughs> yeah the the one thing i like about mma is it uh like i'm a huge fan of watching it i don't miss a fight if there's a fight on i'm i'm, I'm all over it yeah. i cancel plans with everybody to watch fights um it's, yeah <laughs> and it's what i like about it is it's all up to that one individual right you don't have 10 other players to back you up right if yeah. you throw Actually, a punch down. that's it you know exactly right you if you overthrow a punch you could get knocked out just like that and there's no 10 players to block that punch for you it's just you um and that being said on the other side if you win uh, obviously your team had something to do with it but it's all on you there's the glory is all yours yeah for sure for sure Definitely. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your time on the Ultimate Fighter. Um, probably one of my favorite seasons because of the coaches. Um, um, what, what, was, <laughs> what was the bad blood like, um, I guess, from someone who was in the house versus someone who was watching it from my house on TV? Uh, so, firstly, I'll say I love Joanna so much. Like, I have so much love for her. Like, yeah. she was so she was so good to me and like we still talk like we literally messaged like three days ago you know like I love that girl I absolutely love her and you know she talks shit but it's she's she's amazing okay like as a person like personally I think she's amazing uh as a fighter she's incredible too oh yeah of course she is of course she is but like I just mean like on a personal level like she helped me so much in the house she would like spend so much time with me and like like developing my game and like helping me with my striking because my 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 striking is never going to be as good as my jiu-jitsu because I don't love it as much you know like I love jiu-jitsu like I will literally do if I could do jiu-jitsu for 12 hours a day I would no problem I would no problem you know yeah unfortunately you know work and stuff gets in the way but whatever and you know but but my striking isn't it's I love it like I like I enjoy it but I'm never I'm not as passionate about it like I am with jiu-jitsu so she was helping me like try to develop my striking a little bit you know and like 
she put a lot of time into me a lot of time and a lot of effort so for me I think she's amazing uh her beef with Claudia I, I don't everyone's like oh was it real was it real I'm like yeah definitely was like yeah. it was 100% real like that's there is no like like that was definitely real uh there was so many times when it was just like oh my god I just can't even like because I'm really bad with like conflict like I hate conflict I'm like the worst fighter ever and uh, <laughs> it's just like you're a fighter you hate conflict I'm like yeah pretty much uh so it's like for me every time I was like preparing for them to be in the same like room or the same area I was like oh god no please don't fight <laughs> I can't like I hate like any conflict like that even if it's not with me you know it's just like any conflict I'm like oh my god oh my god I can't deal with it I can't deal with it <laughs> you know so I was like dreading them being in the same room but there was like a couple of times when you know like they would start screaming at each other and like oh my god okay I'm just gonna leave the room now because I can't deal with this so yeah it's kind of crazy what uh, so. what's life like in the house oh I loved it like I literally loved it so at the time I was working I think I can't remember what I was doing but like I was working really long hours and I was like exhausted all the time I think I was I can't remember what I was doing before I don't know like I was probably doing like three jobs like I think that's most of my life to be honest as an adult I've been my life it's been like at least three jobs and uh so apart from now obviously uh but yeah so I was working a lot and I was like oh if I get in the house that means that I can have like basically two months off work it's like vacation (laughs) like all I had to do is train and then like I ended up getting concussion and I couldn't even train for half of it and I was so desperate to train because like you know that's what I do and like I've had concussion before and I've trained through it and that's probably not the most sensible thing in the world but like because it's on like the hat is in the house they had like the doctors I'm like they're like telling me oh you can't train I'm like what do you mean I can't train like this is what I do and they're like no you're not allowed to train I'm like oh my god so then I got super like upset because I was like well I'm here to train I can't train so then I just made everyone like cookies and cakes and stuff because like I love cooking I love baking it's like yeah I saw saw that on your uh your twitter bio is like ultimate fighter competitor baker (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's literally it that's literally it I love baking and do you know what I love about it is not that like obviously I love the baking part but I love making things for people and like seeing them being like so happy that I made them something and then that makes me happy and then like, it just makes me love baking more see I'm so like I- the opposite when I bake something and I give it to someone I'm upset because they got the thing I worked on they got to enjoy the meal I made. So it makes me upset. That's like, yeah, like I love cooking for people. I love making them food. Like I make stuff for my, like every time someone fights in my gym, they get a cake. Like whatever their, their favorite is, you know, every time it's someone's birthday, they get something like, I'm just like any excuse to bake and I'll bake. Like I love, I love it. So, uh, um, yeah, I was just baking cookies like every day. I was like taking them to the gym for the camera crew. Um, and then like I got like I was baking like every day, but like I, you know, just once a day. And then I got some like uh friendship band stuff and I was like making everyone a friendship band and I made one for everyone in the house and then I started making them for all the producers or the camera crews, and like every single person had their band. And actually I spoke to someone who worked on the show like within the last month, I can't remember when it was, and he still has his band. And it made me so happy. 
I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> so it was like 2016, you know, was like four years yep. ago. It still yeah, has it. it. A, yeah, it was February. Yeah, January and February of yeah. 2016. Yeah, so it would have been four years ago. So crazy. I was like, I can't believe you still have it. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> so that was and really cool. Did you ever think of moving to the States after the Ultimate Fighter? I wanted to, actually. I just couldn't afford it. <laughs> was, so, there any, was there any gyms that stood out? Like, I thought, like, you know, Alpha, Team Alpha Male, they had people like uh, Uriah Faber, known for his guillotine, which I thought would be a good match, and smaller people. Um, yeah, so I thought, like, Paige Van Zandt was there for a bit. Um, and I believe that, what's her name? Uh, a girl from Wales just mo- recently moved there, too. Um, uh, um, Scotland. Joanne. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, Wales, isn't it? I thought it was Wales. Uh, think- uh, no, I'm, I'm not thinking of the same person. I can't think. No. Okay. I, I know who you mean, and now I can't remember her name. I know exactly who you mean. Yeah. Sorry. Brain. I think she fights for Bellator or Invicta yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so have you ever, like, so obviously money was, was was an issue. Was there a gym that you would have been like, yeah, that's the one that I think fits, fits best for me? Or even ATT where Joanna's at? I just really wanted to train with Greg Jackson for, like, my entire MMA career. That's been my goal to train with him. And that's what I want to do. And I still want to do it. Like, it's still my goal to train. Like, I met him once. I met him at uh, a Bellator event. And I was just like, I want to come and train with you. And he's like, cool, do it. And, like, that was the end of the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't think he knew who I was. Like, I mean, I wouldn't expect him to. Like, some fucking, like, woman that's lost on Bellator. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, who who the fuck is this girl? Like, but because I was in like the VIP area because my friend was working there. So I was like, let me in. I need to see Greg Jackson. I need to tell him that I need to train with him. And he was like, "Um, are you drunk? I'm like, no, you know, I don't drink. Just let me in. (laughs) Well, it's like, I had, um, I had Juan Adams, uh, heavyweight. He trains out of Jackson, Jackson Wink. I had him on Monday. I was talking to him and he was at the gym and the second he said that, I started freaking out a bit. I was like, is John Jones there? Is Holly Holm? Is Greg Jackson there? Like, I didn't say it, but I didn't want to, like, ruin his moment either. But, uh, but it, meeting, like, even meeting them would, would be incredible. Yeah, like, insane. So, actually, this is crazy. So, I work on a podcast as well called Rear Naked Radio. And Greg Jackson is actually going to be a guest next week. So, oh. on, he's, he's, it's coming out on Monday. So uh, if you do want to, like, listen, like, I know it's bad to shout out another podcast, but it's like, you know. They're, oh, I, no, this is like. I work with them, so. Yeah, no, shout out, shout out your podcast, shout uh, out everything. This but is yeah, not, seriously, uh, like, Rear Naked Radio on Monday is going to be Greg Jackson, and it's going to be phenomenal. Rear yes, Naked Radio. I will actually include the link in the yeah. YouTube link as well. So you'll have that. Uh, you'll have that there. Thank you. Yeah. um so yeah my, I just, my like, 30 viewers <laughs> i mean hey there might even be like 40 by like next week you know yeah good point as, good point as, like, you know it just keeps dream big you know dream big how's um so what are your predictions i guess for for ufc 249 i told you i was going to ask not many questions yeah. about fighters in particular but i did uh this is one that i've been asking everybody just because I'm curious to see how people think this is going to go. Well, okay. So I, the thing is, is like, I really think that Tony's going to win, obviously. 
But like, well, no, not obviously, not obvious at all, actually. I, I have looked... Gagey winning it. Oh, really? Well, yeah. the thing is, is like, I I would like him to, but I think Tony's going to win just because I think his his heart is there more. You know, like he has not as it's not like in it more, but I just feel like I can't explain it. I just I see something like in his mind or something. I don't know what it is. Or like in his heart that it's like he's just fucking winning. Like, you know? I don't know, it doesn't make any sense, but Yeah. It, it makes it, sense other fighters. Yeah, <laughs> well, to... I, yeah, when you listen to their like mentality, like I've heard both of their interviews and Gaethje almost seems like it's like it's I'm gonna go out there and try. Like he doesn't expect yeah. to win. Yeah. But I think that actually might be the reason he does win because he's just gonna go like, tuck his chin in and start yeah, yeah, so, but uh, it's probably the most I mean, exciting fight they've it's, done it's, it's, like, really, yeah, it's really exciting. And also because, like, of everything that's going on in the world at the moment, it's, like, even more exciting, you know? Yeah. So it's, like... Are you... Um, so are you... Did you sign a one-fight deal with Brave, or you have several fights? So it's kind of weird, actually. So I signed a one-fight just one fight but that like they said to me at the time they wanted me back like 100 percent. they're like we want you back so i was like all right cool and then obviously all this stuff happens so you know who knows when the next brave will be on but they did contact me to do a video for them as one of their fighters so i'm not actually signed officially but it's like a unspoken sign i guess i don't really know what the word is for that but like basically they kind of class me as one of their fighters but i'm not officially signed as like a multi-fight deal or anything okay yeah because i was just wondering what their i guess stance is obviously they canceled all their events yeah um sure. but uh, i, think I, just that, wanted, I, I wanted to kind of compare ufc to other organizations to see what their stances are i guess uh i think yeah. ufc is the only organization that's really taken this stance they're the only ones that have enough money to do it so you know I yeah. mean, when I saw that Dana was buying an island or <laughs> an island, I was like, this is literally some fantasy shit that, like, you know, you dream of when you're a kid. You're like, yeah, I'm going to live on an island and I'm going to have a cage and we're going to have fights. Yeah, when you're seven, that sounds like the best <laughs> idea. And when you're an adult, you realize that that shit costs a lot of money. And then when you're Dana White, you realize that you have the money to actually be able to do that shit. And it's like, holy shit, that's insane. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't think it's as, like, I mean, I don't know any details or anything like that, but I feel like it's probably just someone was like, yeah, you can come use this island. I don't think yeah. you've physically purchased an island, no, but either in, way. <laughs> even so, whatever the situation is, I secured an island. What the fuck? Five <laughs> islands? Are you serious? And even, even if he didn't pay for it, the island, for example. How is he going to get all these people over to the island? He has to pay to get all these people over. It's not just the fighters. It's the cornermen. It's the camera crew. It's the production crew. Do you know what I mean? He's got to pay all these people on a fucking island in the middle of nowhere. So even if he's not paying for the island itself, that could be gifted to him easily. And the the pilots. And you can't have Um, more than 10 people on a flight or whatever it is. So it's not like they're putting them on American airlines. There will be like uh, individual, like they wouldn't because they can't keep anyone together because it's illegal for like the whole world. So they'd have to have like individual dressing rooms. It's like for every single person almost like not even for the camp. It's like for the person, you know, it's just crazy. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, it's... So, like, I'll be super impressed. I mean, I think he will pull it off. I just hope that no one gets injured in the in the process. You know, like, if somebody gets the virus in the process of travelling or something, you know, that's going to be really bad. And also, Lost because it. everyone's together, it's then going to get everyone. You know? Yeah. yeah. Is that I worth think, the risk? No. Yeah, and I think, like, if the, the issue, too, is, like, if a cornerman or, uh, like, a cameraman gets gets it, it's lawsuits, right? And that's the... For I mean, sure. UFC's got money to blow, I guess, but you don't want lawsuits. Yeah, and it, it doesn't look good on the sport. No, exactly. And it's like your reputation takes years and years to build and seconds to break, you know? So it's, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I would say it's not worth it. But I mean, I would, saying that, I would do it. I would be a fighter on there. Like if he asked me, I would do it 100%. I'd go to the fight. I'd watch in the front row yeah. by myself. I'd be okay like, with that. I don't like I would do it, but I would not I still don't think it's a good idea, but I would do it because fuck it, why not? <laughs> I think that's the mentality a lot of a lot of fighters have. There's not many that are vocal on the other side saying, No, I'm not gonna do it. I think most yeah. are like, oh, Yeah, let's, let's do it. The only people that are the only people that are, would uh, categorically say no is people that are either injured, sick, or they've just had someone die, like Rose Namahunas. Yeah. Her just two deaths in the family just reported today. Yeah. Of course she can't fight now, you know? Like, of course. That's yeah. completely, like, I totally get that. And that's, that to me, that's, like, totally fair enough. Like, I wouldn't, if if someone in my family just died, I wouldn't want to fight either. But luckily, my family seems pretty healthy right now, so. That's good, <laughs> Give me that's the good. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some non-MMA material here. You do some online coaching too, right? Yep. Absolutely. And what what is that? Is it jiu-jitsu? Is it, I think it's self-defense type things, correct? So basically, I really wanted to do self-defense women originally and because that's like how I got into MMA in the first place. And it's been like, I'm super passionate about it. And like, I was teaching like workshops, seminars and stuff for like, people that had never done any MMA and never done any self-defense, never done anything. So I was teaching these and it, but it was like so hard to get people through the door. I was like, I'm giving you a free seminar. Like I wasn't even charging and it was still like, I would literally have to give them like a hard sell just to get them into the room. And I'm like, this should not be so hard. So then I like changed the, the angle of it. So like when people got there, they loved it. They loved the teaching. They loved the seminar or the workshop, whatever they like, they were so into it. They wanted to come back, you know, like, but they, it just took them so much to actually come in the first place because like self-defense is like, it has a kind of a bad name, you know, like, oh God, it's going to be so boring. It's just going to be like standing silently in a room, listening to someone like talk about bullshit. Like, you know, it's like, no one wants yeah, it's not, to. It's not Wing Chun or whatever that, that yes. marsh- <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So when I teach, it's like, basically I say to them, look guys, this is this is like MMA, but the stuff that you would use in an actual situation. So I'm not going to teach you how to, like, for example, escape an armbar because the chances of you getting armbarred in the street are fairly limited. But the chances of somebody grabbing you in the street are high. Or if they grab your arm, they grab you, your body, they pull your hair, you know, something like that. That's the sort of thing that might actually happen to you. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the mentality of it. Let's talk about when you go out, do you take a pair of pumps with you as well as your heels so you can run? You know, like if, you, if you're if you trying to run in heels, 
you're probably going to break your ankle and then you're not even going to be able to walk. That if you're running in pumps, you have a bit of a chance to get away if somebody's chasing you. So like, logical things like that, that nobody thinks about. Well, I say nobody, rarely people think about. Yeah. So I go through like all aspects and I say to them, look, guys, I'm teaching you one thing or I'm teaching you like I go through three, three scenarios, basically, in most seminars, three scenarios. So like, look, I'm teaching you these things, but this just because you've been taught this once does not mean that you know it. it doesn't mean you're safe. If you don't practice it, you don't know it. It's mm. about reaction. Yeah, you might know like, okay, I don't want to push my opponent to the uh, the distance of his fist or like you know like a punching range. I don't want to I don't want to push him to that. Like if if you push someone a little bit and they go to punching range, they can smash you even harder. If you mm. go into them, so like you know like a body lock or something then it's going to be harder for them to damage you because they can't have any power, right? So things like something you wouldn't think about, like if you didn't do MMA, you didn't do like any martial arts or something, you, if, if you, you, your immediate reaction is going to be get them away, get them away, but then they've got the power and the space to be able to use it. So you go in close to them, A, they don't expect it, and B, they don't have any power, so you take away their power. So just something like that could stop someone from getting punched, for example. But I'm really adamant that, look, guys, you're not going to learn something by doing it once. Like, that's a complete bullshit. If you think that that is the case, then you're fooling yourself. Yeah, if you and don't people, it, you don't know. Yeah, and every person, like, for example, it may be a smaller person. It may be a bigger person. The size of the person and whatever they've done, right, whether they're a football player or just a regular, the way you react is going to be different. Exactly. So just because you can react to one person doesn't mean you're going to be able to do it for the next so I was doing like loads of workshops and then I kind of was struggling to get people into one place at one time because you know like everyone's working everyone's like doing something different so I was like right and they but I really want to learn from you but I just I can't get to that place I'm like right you know what I need to work out how I can teach something online and I was like right okay if you think about it logically before you turn up to an MMA class if I'd known how to, for example, throw a jab, throw a cross, like jab, cross, hook, uppercut, if I'd known how to sprawl, if I'd known how to break fall, if I'd known how to shoot, all of that kind of stuff would have been really helpful to know before I turned up to class because I learned it with people basically laughing at me because I was doing it really bad. Uh, so I developed this online program, which is basically all the warm up drills that we do in a really simple format. So it's MMA online, but it's not MMA online. It's like, it's it's fitness and it's not like boring squats and star jumps and all that bullshit. It's like shadow boxing and sprawling and break falling and putting it all together. And so you're getting your fitness up that way. And all the programs, all the, uh, sorry, all the workouts are three, five minute rounds, like a MMA fight. So it's like, it's it's going on the MMA theme, but I'm not like, I'm teaching you MMA. No, I'm teaching you the movements from MMA that you could use to get, get fit or you could use, for example, if somebody tries to attack you at the hip, I don't know why they would do that, but maybe someone tried to and you sprawl. Great reaction. Good work. Where did you yeah. learn that? Oh, that was me. Cool. You know what I mean? So, and But the other part of it, which is the the really, the bit I, I love both parts actually, but I do a lot of mindset work. So it's like MMA and mindset. And the mindset work is like, um, I love meditation, appreciation. Like I have like a whole appreciation journal. I actually have a book out, a book uh, came out this week 
uh, called Five Daily Habits. Um, you can find it on Amazon if you want it. Um, and it's basically like a just a little bit of you know self public self publish self publication. Speak now. Yeah, it's on uh, it's on Amazon. Anyway, it's called Five Daily Habits, and uh, it basically goes. It's like a uh, like an organized journal. So like not a journal where you just write. It's like every day has its own page, and it's very like what do you, like how many calories did you eat today? I encourage you to track your calories using My Fitness Pal. Um, like how was your mindset today? What did you do to train? Did you do like a workout? Did you do like some like some yoga? Was it like more of a rest day? Maybe you went for a swim, you know, maybe you went for a run. Like, what did you do? How did you feel about it? Like all this kind of stuff. Like, have you written in a journal today? Um, did you meditate today? How did you feel before you meditated? How long did you meditate for? How did you feel after you meditated? All this stuff. And I explain like why you need it as well and everything. So yeah, that's um, like kind of to go with the course, but you can also just do it on your own as well. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the core. Um, but it's and it's only eight weeks, so it's intense, but it is. Low. It's actually yeah. even like the timing of like, for example, right now is the time to even try that. Right, you're in quarantine, nothing else to do. May as well give it a go. Um, so I'll also include the link in the description. Be... For uh... my <laughs> Thirty or forty viewers, or whatever many I get. Hi. <laughs> how's um so you also do a little bit of rock climbing i tried it i, I suck at it um your self-proclaimed avid rock climber i think is what it says um what got you into that and how do you find that that that's those sorts of activities correlate to mma good question um okay so i got into climbing with my ex-boyfriend um who is by the way a really nice guy we just it was just time like nothing happened it's just cool time on the relationship but he uh, he was really into climbing and he got me into climbing and I was like so it started off with him being like hey do you want to go climbing and I'm like oh well it's not jiu-jitsu so probably not and uh he doesn't do jiu-jitsu so he didn't understand my stance on that and um then I was like uh I went with him and I was like oh my god this is so much fun and I wasn't good or anything but like I wasn't shit so I was like oh sweet and uh and then the next day I was like in so much pain like my muscles were absolutely killing I was like fuck yeah that's awesome like I didn't think I could get this kind of workout that wasn't like MMA you know yeah. because it's like it's not it's like so much slower it's so much more controlled but it's still so much fun yeah my, my then, girlfriend uh, does it and I can't like I, she's crushes me every time we go it's, it's not for me i don't know why uh the keeping your arms straight thing doesn't seem to work for me i like to be in in close uh, that uh, i took me a long time as well to get yeah. like he kept saying to me uh like why are you trying to hold on with the i was like this like holding on he's like why are you trying to hold on near your face i'm like i don't know maybe it's gonna punch me <laughs> i don't <laughs> Gotta know heard up yeah um yeah but then, like, as I got used to it, it was like, oh, actually, this is it's not going to punch me. I mean, like, I have hit my head on holds before and it fucking hurts because it's like, like, really painful, hard. Like, I don't know what the material is, but the holds, but like plastic or something, it really hurts. Um, so I don't recommend that. But I started going on my own after he introduced me to it. And then I met loads of people there. And I have loads of like friends there, like my climbing friends. I have my, my gym friends and my climbing friends. So now like even though we aren't together anymore I still go so 
well obviously not right now but like when we get out of isolation I will still go so yeah um but yeah oh and the second part of your question how it relates to jiu-jitsu well for me I relate it to jiu-jitsu because it's like really controlling the body so like in jiu-jitsu you obviously want to be able to control your body you want to be able to control your body when someone else is trying to control it whereas in climbing you want to be able to control your body to reach the next hold or the next step to get yourself to the next step so it's like it's it's kind of the same but obviously no one's trying to choke you out so it's kind of fun like yeah. i mean jiu-jitsu's fun too but like it's like fun in a different way i would say yeah it's like you're yeah. using your body weight and momentum rather than trying to force something to happen that isn't supposed to happen yeah exactly exactly so right. yeah i like i think it complements jiu-jitsu really really well definitely recommend it okay so to anyone here that does jiu-jitsu all 40 of you uh do some rock climbing too just you know for fun why not yeah all right well <laughs> i i appreciate you uh you jumping on we kind of talked about everything which is kind of what i like about this podcast is there's no real structure to it it's just whatever comes up so thank you for coming on and i'll, I'll be sure to include all that stuff in the uh in the link to, in my okay. bio um so all the best, and hopefully you, you get back in there sooner rather than later. And maybe you get a call for UFC 249. <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks all the so best. Yeah, no problem. You. All the best. Wash your hands. Stay safe. <laughs> you too. Bye. Bye.